Ryan here with you back for the Sure Thing, Sure Thing Thursday where we preview the college football and NFL weekend. Cowboys on a bye week this week, so uh, we could touch on maybe some things we've seen from the season, but all in all, I'm going to be pretty light on the NFL side today, I would say. So check us out on uh, Talk Radio 1190 from 7 to 8 p.m. every Sunday night for our radio show, The Shore Thing. And you can check us out here as you are on Apple Podcasts, the iHeartRadio podcast app, and everywhere else you listen to your podcast app on Thursdays where we come out and do this Pick'em show. So last week we'll do a quick recap. Not good for me. 2-9 and nine in college. We had about... Three games that didn't go our way. Well, Penn State, I gave minus nine on the show. It closes at seven, so that's a loss just yeah, because tough, it moves yeah. moves in my way. I lose there. The Clemson-Louisville over was like six points short, and they had three off three t- red zone turnovers in the first quarter or first half, so that stunk. Uh, Ole Miss, I thought they should probably should have covered six and a half. They just they lost by seven. And then the App State Monroe over was 65. One team scored 50 or uh, scored 52. The other scored seven. And the team that scored seven scored the first drive of the game. Uh, so tough week there. The NFL two gooses in a row. Over again. Yep. Yikes. I I've I've been saying all year I haven't been able to read the NFL board, which I've been like, I know I've I've been going three and two, three and two, whatever. Started off. But I, I've said each week I haven't really liked the board. I can't figure out the NFL to save my life. Early on, I was able to, hey, this team stunk. This team's good. They'll play better. Last week, I don't know what. It, I, I can't figure it out. My record for the NFL is now 14-20-1. College, we're, we're 36-31-3. We're still, I built up a good cushion, which is the problem. I was 34-23-3. And, and then I went back and looked at my leans. Oh, I was 2-0 on leans, and then games I liked initially that I didn't put on the card went 3-0. So just brutal, brutal selection. That's on me. I shaved yesterday. This is on me to get better. I mean, you just, I think you just got to sack up and stop giving out leans and start giving out, you know, winners. Well, that's fine. Well, no, it's 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 pick selection from the initial. It's like trimming down the 53-man roster. You don't yeah. want to let a good guy – you, you, you don't want a diamond in the rough to go. And games that I, I knew I should have taken that I'm tried and true on that I just didn't take. That's, as Deshaun Watson says – that's on me as I pat my shoulder. That's on me. That's on me, guys. Uh, I had a, I had a, a, I don't know, I guess a decent week. Uh, college uh, was below 500, but I gave out a 17-team board. Yeah, it could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Finished up 8-9. and nine. Um, the, uh, I went I went for the three from the Boise State game. I went 1-2 and two on that, so that, that kind of hurt me a little bit. Um, there's a couple games that I thought were close. Marshall just absolutely destroyed um fau by the way I, I gave that out uh marshall ended up winning outright so i'm sitting at 38 37 and one uh overall in college had another three and two week in the nfl so i'm sitting at 16 and 19 in the nfl i think i mean i think everyone's kind of been it's like you said it's been a weird board um numerous weeks in a row there's been huge spreads and there's been tiny spreads and there's been a little everything in between we had a run right we're out we're on a run right now where underdogs are just absolutely murdering it except the ones i picked last week yeah except for those ones um and so uh it's just been it's been a tough i mean road teams are killing it so it, you know everything that you can usually bank on the absolute opposite has kind of been true for the nfl this year well the one i thought i san fran shuts the team out and they don't cover. I know it was a monsoon, but nine and a half. Well, they went by nine. You would think, all right, we're going to be able to 
get something here. I thought Shanahan late was going to go for the touchdown. Yeah. Because to run it up for Mike, oh, for, for his sure. dad. So I'm a little disappointed in Kyle on that one. A little disappointed he didn't run it up uh, just for the sake of so I wouldn't have. First time all year the Redskins covered. Is it really? Yeah. <sighs> That's tough. <laughs> Boy, that's that's a tough what one. That's tough. All right. So the college this week, uh, the the air is out of out of the balloon on one of the games. At least Ohio State Wisconsin. Uh, that was going to be the main game, and then Wisconsin goes and lose outright to Lovey. How about Lovey Smith having as many ranked wins as uh, at Illinois as Harbaugh does at Michigan? Dude, I've been saying like Illinois is not bad. You know, I kind of rode them a little hard at the beginning of the season. I think my hopes were a little too high for them. But uh, Lovey's got something cooking down there in Illinois, and I think it won't be long before we see them crack the top 25. Not this season, obviously, but maybe give it, you know, two or three years down the road, and they might crack the top 25. Yeah, but, I mean, it's just in general that you wouldn't think Lovey Smith would have oh, no as doubt. many yeah, ranked yeah, yeah. wins. And, no, Harbaugh's, and he's given Harbaugh a two-year head start. Uh, so, yeah, Ohio State, was, uh, Wisconsin this weekend at the shoe. Ohio State's favored by 14 or 14 and a half. I think the total is 50 or 51. And, I mean, Ohio State, a lot of people calling them the best team in the country. They've just they've dominated everyone. As I've said multiple times, this is – I feel like they're a much better coach team this year than they have been under Urban Meyer the past two or three years. We The letdown game didn't happen against Northwestern. They just come out with the – it's not even they come out with a purpose because the first quarter they kind of, okay, they'll score a touchdown here or there. The second quarter, the last five games, they scored 21 points or more on that. They make adjustments off the first quarter, and they just bury you in that second quarter, and the game's over uh, at halftime. This game, I don't I, I don't know. I think Ohio State is going to win. I could see them winning by like 14 or 17, maybe like that, but the only thing is how is Wisconsin going to be able to pass? Are they going to be able to get the passing game going against Ohio State? That I feel like if Wisconsin has any chance, they're going to need to throw the ball with a decent amount of success. We all know their running game is very good, but the Ohio State secondary with Jeffrey Okuda leading the way, it is incredible. They really are the the, the true DBU. And I, I was waiting for that. I knew that was coming. <laughs> they are. They pump. Look at. I mean, you watch. We, started, uh, yeah, we no, watch the NFL. It's not even an argument. I mean, I didn't say right or wrong. I just knew I that you that was going to. That's get for the Texas people out there. And who else claims it? Florida. LSU. And L, okay, LSU, Florida, and Ohio State are the three true DBUs. Texas was the DBU in, in the early aughts, so yeah. they can take a step back. Um, but yeah, they they just they got the talent and Urban's Urban's laid the foundation. Now Ryan Day with his coaching is taking it over to the next level. Yeah, no, I mean it's uh, like you said, the error definitely was let out of this game with Wisconsin going down last week, which was a sh- a stunner. Um, I think I mean Wisconsin's defense is is really good too. So you know it's it'll like you said about the about Wisconsin getting their passing game going. I think Ohio State's gonna be able to move the ball plenty. Um, hopefully, they're able to punch it in and, and make those those uh, those drives count rather than just having to settle for field goals. But this is a this is a, a, one of those games that I really don't know. You know, I don't have a feel for it all. I stayed far away from it because obviously the way Ohio State's been playing, they've definitely been playing like one of the top teams in the nation. That goes without saying. But just as good as Wisconsin's running defense is, or excuse me, uh, running game is, and then the uh, the defense is just as good too. I mean, I could honestly see this game 
Ohio State winning by by you know three scores, but I'll, I could also see it coming down to maybe just a three point game or a touchdown. It it I honestly had zero feel for this game, and especially Wisconsin coming off that that terrible loss. You know, you want to get back on track. You you want to get back you know things right. This might be the first of two times that you see Ohio State, and you know we want to try and get them here. Yeah, yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I just, I don't know if it's going to be a blowout or not. I think it goes either like two ways. It's either Ohio State blowout or just like it's a grinded out your your typical. I mean this this game. It's a shame that it's eleven o'clock on a Saturday. This is like your primo Friday night Big Ten game written all <laughs> over it. You know, it's a real shame that it's eleven a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> That's when the Big Ten plays their best on 11 a.m. on Saturday. Fox uh, Fox Big Noon Saturday. That's I what... like sitting down on a Friday evening <laughs> at 6.30 and seeing Did you watch the big... Iowa State game last week? I, I watched a little bit of it, Did yeah. you find the channel was on? They uh, had to do some moving around. Yeah, I, I watched it because I had them first quarter uh, minus seven. Of course, the only three points they give up in the game is in the first quarter, and uh, it was only seven to three, so that was one of my losses. Yes. Um Okay, yeah. Well, this one's on Fox. They don't have to change it around. That's 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 a egg on their face for Jim Delaney and uh, the Big Ten for putting Ohio State on a Friday night, as we've discussed on the show previously. The other big game I would say is in the pack is in Big Ten related. It's Michigan and Notre Dame. Oh, Auburn LSU too. Yeah. Auburn LSU is at. Uh, we'll go in the order of the games. That's at two thirty CBS. LSU minus eleven. What's the total? Fifty eight, I think. Uh, yeah, fifty eight and a half is what I okay. see right here. Um. And LSU is just – they've just been a buzzsaw too. I mean, I would say who's played the best football this year, Ohio State and LSU are clearly the number one and two teams in the country. Now, the polls, Alabama stills up there just because of the name and stuff, but they've clearly played the best football in the country. And uh, they get a home game this week against Auburn. Auburn destroyed Arkansas last week. And I uh, – I mean, I don't see why LSU doesn't win again this week. Uh, Bo Nix, another big-time environment. He struggled against a good Florida defense his first time uh, he was out there. The numbers, I'm not, I'm not big on the number, I guess. I, I feel like Auburn's a team where they'll just run the ball to death, just grind it out, kind of what they did against A&M, just that type of game plan. Right. And LSU won't get a lot of possessions. they got to score when it matters. So I don't I don't really like the tort or the 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 line in this one, but I mean LSU I would be surprised if they lost this game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean this defense is your stereotypical LSU defense. We've been saying that, and I've been beating that drum all season so far. But now they have this high powered offense to go along with it. So I think LSU takes this game. I like the uh, minus ten and a half. I think LSU wins by two touchdowns. Um, Auburn again. I've I've. I've going to just be sound like a broken record. I think Bo Nix is very good. I think he'll be a very good quarterback, but I just think he's going to make too many mistakes. And even if Auburn does run the ball over and over again, I think LSU capitalizes on those mistakes. And with this quick strike offense that they um, are capable of having, you know, you could blink and all of a sudden LSU is up 10 or 14 points because they, you know, making points off turnovers. So um, I, I think LSU covers. It's this is not, not on my official card, but um, I think they win this game pretty handedly. Now, I don't think I, I don't think it hits the, the over of 58 and a half. I don't think it goes over there, um, but I'm not ballsy enough to take the under either because, you know, life's too short there. But uh, I like LSU in this game. I think it's going to be a pretty good game but it could get out of hand pretty quickly as well. If Auburn had a good passing game, because LSU's pass defense is 70th in the country, the only problem is Auburn's pass offense is 103rd. So that's like the one matchup you could exploit LSU's defense on is is in the secondary. Even though they they got some good talent up there, it's 
they kind of get their front seven is ridiculous. Their front seven is very is incredible. Um, so you can get them in the secondary minus uh, Grant Elpit, um, but that's not what Auburn does. They run the ball. So uh, I'd be yeah, as we said, very surprised about that. And the other the final game of the night, well, the big game of the weekend is uh, Michigan hosting Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame opened at like three point dog, two or three point dogs, I think, and now that's a Pick them, right? Yeah, or they're yeah. given one? Okay, pick them, and the total is what, 50? 52. Okay, 52, up from 50. Wait, Michigan. They need this one. They need this one, but honestly, I, don't, <laughs> I know a lot of people are saying this, but they looked impressive in their loss against Penn State. I mean, they were it was close to being blowout city. Yeah. And they fought back hard. I thought minus nine, hey, we're going to rebound here. We're going to get a nice little win. So the weekend's not bad. And then Penn State, what they do in the whiteout games the last two years, they just they just fold late. They blew the big lead to Ohio State last year. And then uh, this year against Michigan, if there's if they play another 15 minutes, I don't think there's any doubt Michigan wins the game. I don't know if you agree with, with that. Because they Penn State couldn't do anything on offense. They weren't doing anything. Yeah, I was I was kind of watching this game because it was the same time as the uh, Yankee game on, yeah. on Saturday night. Um, so I was watching how Penn State was just absolutely steamrolling Michigan, and then little by little they were Michigan was creeping back. So I really didn't see how Michigan w- was was doing that. Um, you know, meaning how how they were able to claw their way back in. Um, so I, I you know I really can't say here or there whether or not Michigan was able to get in this or get back in that game. But I, I do have this game on my card. Um, I'll tease that there a little bit, but I like like I said, Michigan needs this. I think Notre Dame needs this too. I think this will be a big win for Notre Dame to hang their hat yes. on um, and move up in the rankings a little bit. I, I think they're done for the playoff. Uh, Notre Dame is, but it, this would be a nice win, a la- nice little notch on the belt to have for the season for Notre Dame going into a, a bowl season here in a couple weeks. Well, they've right, any a couple months. Yeah, any hope at the playoff, they have to win this game. If oh, there's yeah, yeah. anything, any if there's any hope they have, they have to win this. And remember when uh, Notre Dame. Lost to Georgia. They played them tough, but their fans were doing a victory lap going, hey, we, we belong. We belong. Right. So, I mean, they need – Kelly needs a big win too in uh, in prime time. I think I would lean towards Michigan winning this. I'm would they staying be at away. Home? Yeah, with it being at home, I think, you, I think it, you know, I would agree there. Notre Dame is coming up a bye week, I'm pretty sure. So that kind of maybe tilts the uh, – I could, I could see that. But I just – I think uh, – um, yeah, they, they are coming up, up yeah. Week, yeah. Um, but I think Michigan, they got a little more momentum. I think, I just think they're going to win. They, they, Harbaugh needs, uh, needs something there. Um, all right, Ryan, you can start with your card since you, uh, destroyed me in the picks last week. <laughs> all right. Uh, not as big of a card, still pretty, pretty lengthy here. We're not in double digits. I don't believe one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, yep. We are in double digits. All right. Well, <laughs> Um, we'll start off. Uh, I like Texas minus one and a half at TCU. This line stinks. This line's terrible. Texas almost crapped the bed against Kansas. Uh, Kansas last week. They almost lose. They only win by two points, fifty to forty-eight. Um, but uh, I like Texas minus one and a half You're for the game. You're walking right into this. Yeah, one. I know. I know. It's a buzzsaw. And I'm walking right into it. Um, I'm also going to take Texas minus a half first. First uh, half. Okay. So I think. Um, uh, you know, I think this is going to be a good bounce back game, or they need a good bounce back game. Texas does. Um, coming off of that that tough game last week against Kansas, can't believe I'm actually saying that, but you know, it, it, it was. Um, so those are my first two picks. I like Iowa minus ten at Northwestern. Iowa's been pretty good so far. Northwestern that defense has been sick. Uh, well, for the exception of last week, um, but it has been pretty good for the most part this year. I still think Iowa uh, uh, covers the ten. I like Nevada Wyoming over forty three and a half. 
Um, I like Virginia minus three and a half against Louisville. Virginia's actually been playing some pretty good football, kind of under the radar, I think, uh, this yeah. year. Um, they created five turnovers against Duke. Duke outgained yeah. them by 120 yards last week. That was another game I had. Outgained them by 120 yards, but they got five turnovers. I like Penn State minus six and a half at Michigan State. I think they just kind of continue rolling. Yeah, they did slip up last week against Michigan and let Michigan get back in that game, but I think Michigan State stinks. So I think Penn State uh, uh, goes – uh, to Michigan State and covers the touchdown or a little less than a touchdown. I like Oklahoma State plus 10.5 at Iowa State. You've been a big Iowa State guy all year. They had hey. a nice win last week. Um, Oklahoma State kind of, they, they you know, I want to say gets, got smacked around by Baylor. But, no, they did. Baylor played good last week. And uh, so, you know, Baylor was the underdog there and, and won outright. But I think Oklahoma State bounces back. I, I don't know if they went outright. I don't think they went outright, but I think they can cover the 10.5. I like the Bama Arkansas over 55 and a half for the sole reason I think Bama covers the 55 and a half by themselves even without Tua I still think that they they are able to put up a bunch of points against Arkansas I think Auburn put up what 48 on them last week something 55. like that 55 okay so see yeah see we're right there um, I teased this earlier I like Notre Dame all right so I'm gonna go out and let me pick them um, and then late late ad here Oregon minus 14 against Washington State all right uh, Washington State. Actually, he's covered the last nine, and they've won the last four outright against Oregon. Yes, that's fine. Yeah, no, that's I fine. I'm it. just, I'm just. Uh, and they got to go to Autzen Stadium. They and, do. And they do. No, I like that. I'm not. I'm not saying it's just. That's a weird type of thing that Washington State's beat Oregon four years in a row. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. That, like it's a weird, weird game. All right, I like the no SMU for you this week. No SMU. That See? line's a little tough for me. That going is, yeah. to Houston on a Thursday night. Thirteen. I and agree. Half. Uh, I, I checked the uh, the first the first half line just to see. It's still sitting at seven and a half. Yeah, uh, you know, not so, great. Yeah, you know, I, I still still riding the Pony Express here. Um, you got to pick your spots. You can't oh, ride yeah, or die sure. every week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, and then plus this time of year too, it's like you have those teams that you've been either tailing or fading all year, or you you know tailed them a couple times and they lost and, and cost you. So you're like screw them and never betting them again, and vice versa. So you know you got to you got to kind of like you said pick your spots and not just just uh, blindly better or select every game five from a certain team they are wearing the uh the dallas the, unis for the tornadoes for this well they they had this they had this planned already oh they did yeah. i thought they said today was for the uh no they had it planned because they they wore it against uh unt tcu and then they had it planned to to wear it against okay. uh houston which those are filthy because i just thought they were wearing them against tcu and unt to show where the where the top dog in the metroplex well that, okay. that too but yeah going down to houston you know how houston dallas has a That's little true. big brother little That's brother rivalry yes all right so i like uh utah state air force over 58 there's no snow in the forecast i look so we should be good there that's what oh it yeah is. that was one i forget what game i took the wyoming nevada over because yeah. i think it's in wyoming i didn't check the weather forecast so i was thinking maybe that's why the uh the uh total was so low but where are they playing at they're playing in wyoming okay and malik, one o'clock so. malik henry you know, from Last Chance U, do you watch oh, Last yeah, Chance yeah. U? He was the Nevada starting quarterback. Yeah, tore it up last year, last week. Uh, but he's taking, he stepped away from the program to focus on academics. Oh, good for him. So, yeah. So, he won't be the quarterback there. So, uh, Utah State, that's for Nevada. So, that's just uh, with that game. So, I like Utah State Air Force over 58. Cal plus 21 against Utah. Plus 21 and a half against Utah. The total in this is 37. So, I mean, you want to go under... Whatever. I just think Cal holds it within three touchdowns. Utah's supposed to have their backup quarterback, Jason Shelley, who's from uh, Frisco Lone Star play. 
I like Alabama under. I thought I got this at 56. I saw it at 55 and a half. Okay. So. Uh, we'll take that down to 55 and a half. It's supposed to rain there. I just think Alabama at the end is going to get worn down and they aren't going to, uh, they're just going to get, we've got enough points, that whole thing. Let's get in the bye week with nobody hurt before the LSU game. I like Arizona State minus three and a half at UCLA. I think Herm's going to bounce back. Temple plus 11 against UCF. They're undefeated uh, at home this year. And in their last uh, nine home games, they're 8-1 and one against the spread. Eastern Michigan plus 3.5 against Toledo. Toledo's been terrible since they lost to Bowling Green. And then they uh, Toledo's quarterback, I think it's the backup still. So, And Eastern Michigan's a covering machine. Georgia Southern minus 14. They play uh, New Mexico. New Mexico's got to travel from Las Cruces to Streetsboro, and Georgia Southern still kind of runs a triple option. They got no business in wanting to stop that. And then the game I'm, like, teetering on here that I'll take anyways just because it's Pac-12 on a Friday night and the home team tends to do well in this and cover is Colorado plus 13.5 against USC. Uh, yeah, that game was tough because USA's actually been playing some pretty good football sure. lately. Uh, and Colorado has not been playing great, but and know. USC had some injuries they got in their last game. I think some key injuries, but we'll go with that. That was a nine-game card. The one game I did my trend on Miami of Ohio won last week. That their their underdog or whatever covering just couldn't do it this week because Miami Ohio is playing Kent State. Yeah, just couldn't pull the trigger on that one. So maybe next week for Miami of Ohio. All right, to the NFL. They, they whooped up on the – the Cowboys whooped up on the Eagles on Sunday night. Didn't really touch on it during the show other than they got a turnover in opponent's territory to start the drive off or turnover in machines of the Eagles. And uh, going into the bye week, how would you uh, rate this roller coaster ride of a season for the Cowboys? Um, I mean, it's – not as good as they thought there was, it was going to be, I think, obviously after week three, um, but also it could have been a lot worse. So, you know, I guess I could rate it right around the C um, range if we're going by letter grade, uh, maybe 3.2 balls on the uh, okay. ball scale. Um, but, you know, like like I said, the the way they started off, even though it was against lesser talent, I mean, we everyone was, was riding high. I even asked the question, is this the best Cowboys team we've ever seen? Um, and you said yes, and then they dropped three straight. Well, I think talent-wise, they're the most talented Cowboys team. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that that would that I would agree with. But I mean, just the way they had things cooking, yeah. both offensively and defensively. Um, but yeah, they they got off to a hot start. We said that on on Sunday show that that was a big key to the game was getting off to the hot start. And uh, it was funny because I said that Garrett always defers. The ball whenever they win the toss, well, so does Doug Peterson. Well, Doug Peterson said, hey, let's go ahead and take the ball when they won the toss. Uh, they go on to promptly fumble the ball, and before you realized it, the Cowboys were up 14-0, and so that was obviously a hot start. And um, Zeke had a pretty good day catching out of the backfield. He actually had a pretty good job or a pretty good day running the ball too. Um, he finished with seven or excuse me, six catches for 36 yards, but 22 rushes for 111 yards on a tutty. Um, so he, you know, getting him going was was uh, was good. I mean, a lot of those did come in garbage time for uh, for Zeke, but still, I mean, just kind of getting off to that to that hot start kind of sealed the deal, I think, early for uh, for the the Cowboys and just the way the Eagles could not hold on to the ball to save their life. And I think both of their turnovers in the first half, one of them came on a pass interference call. That wasn't called. That should have been called, and the next play was a fumble. They had two, like, penalties or, like, non-flags that should have been called that would have uh, put them in good position that weren't called that the Eagles couldn't overcome, and then the Cowboys took advantage of with the fumbles. 
And also the biggest thing is getting touchdowns off the turnovers, which they haven't done in the, in the last three games, really. So now that's what they did on Sunday night. So converting those into seven instead of three. And uh, do you think Brett Maher is a good kicker? Bro, I was literally about to – I don't know. He's the first kicker in NFL history to hit three 60-plus-yard field goals. So what was it? Two weeks ago he hits the 63-yarder and then misses like a 37-yarder. Against the Jets, yeah. Yeah, against the Jets. And then this week he's three for three, hits another 63-yarder. I mean, it's I, – I don't know. He's – I mean, I think he's a good kicker. Is he like a great kicker? I mean, I don't know if I'd put him in the top ten. Um, Say he's got a game winner for 45 yards. you trust him to make it? From the left hash, no. <laughs> but maybe, you know, if we're straight on, yeah, I think I trust him. Okay, because I think he's still average. I mean, he's got a cannon of a leg. No one's denying yeah. that. And from 60-plus, I'll trust him. Which is wild. Which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, I think they still – he's 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 getting the long con – it's a long con here with these 60-yarders, I think. He's getting himself job security for the rest of this season, I think. But yeah, I still, he's absolutely buying himself some time there. Yes, and you know who had a huge game this past week? Demarcus Lawrence. Yeah, finally jumped up. After finally, a... well, because Doug Peterson called him out. Yeah. He called out the Cowboys, and he took it to heart. So that was a big game for Lawrence, so he needed that. I mean, it was just all around a good good team win uh, on Sunday night. And they're in first place in the division. They placed the Giants coming up out of the bye week, so you got to think that's going to be a win. It's just going into this bye, I feel like there's still a lot of questions around the team. Like, is the defense this good? Are guys going to perform? Like, they went in obviously on a high note with the Eagles one, but I still feel like, are we going to get the same? Are we going to still? The question is, are we getting the offense the first three weeks or the second three weeks? Like, or, or are we going to mix in, mix it in between? I still feel like there's a lot of questions with this team. Yeah, especially Leighton Vanderhush. I haven't seen an update on him. I don't know if he's playing or not. Uh, or, excuse me, obviously he's not playing this week. But how long he could possibly be out with the neck injury, uh, he kind of got folded up on. He hasn't been playing great the last couple weeks. Um, but they it's obviously got that they won out there. Um, but uh, I think this 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 bye week is going to serve the Cowboys very well. Couldn't come at a better time. And then, you know, their first game back, they play the Giants on Monday night, which is a, is a great get-right week. Um, and even though the first time the Cowboys played the Giants, they didn't have Daniel Jones back there. He really hasn't looked all that impressive. Um, you know, obviously you still have to worry about Saquon, and Daniel Jones does have Golden Tate and a couple of his other weapons back. But, uh, again, coming out, you know, the, getting the, a division win, going into the bye, trying to get healthy, trying to get guys right. I know Amari, Dak, and, and Zeke didn't practice this week. Um, just to kind of get healthy and rest the legs a little bit, and then to to come out with, I'm assuming a victory against the Giants on Monday night is going to be a good little get right schedule for the Cowboys. Yeah. All right. So we'll get to the cards. You can go first again. Why? Just we'll change it up. Okay. Got to get the good vibes going. I thought I was just I wanted you to say because I because I crushed you again. <laughs> um, so this week, much like the last few weeks, we've been saying weird, weird uh, uh, board. I took four favorites, which I don't feel great about. I forced myself to take an underdog, and I don't feel great about it. Um, I like the Lions minus 6.5 against the Giants. I like the Titans minus 2.5 against the Bucks. I think Ryan Tannehill might get, be able to scratch across a win uh, for the Titans here. Um, anything, I think, was a was a, an improvement from Marcus Mariota. Derrick Henry's been running really well this year. They're not going to have Delaney Walker, I don't believe, which is one of their leading pass catchers. Um, I like Seattle minus six and a half at Atlanta. Atlanta has Matt Shaw back there. They've been playing terrible as it is. I think Seattle needs to bounce back after that rough loss against Baltimore last week. 
my underdog. I like Carolina plus five and a half at San Francisco. I just it's it's wild to me that San Francisco is playing as well as they are. That defense is absolutely <laughs> legit. Kyle Allen's kind of been gotten getting something cooking here with the Carolina as well. Obviously, uh, Christian McCaffrey is in MVP form right now, so I think they might be able to keep it close. Um, in this game. And then I like the Colts minus five and a half versus Denver. Denver just traded away Emmanuel Sanders along with a couple other guys. Um, and the Colts have been playing really well. Jacoby Brissett's been filling in for Andrew Luck, no problem. And uh, so I think they win this game by at least a touchdown. I also have the Colts minus five and a half. I have the Bucks plus two and a half. I think the Bucks okay. coming off a of bye week. And I watched a good part of that Titans Chargers game. Oh, shout out to you. Uh, well, because I had the Chargers plus two and a half. Um, and somehow they didn't cover, didn't win. I don't understand. Um, you could go watch the end of that. So I think the Bucks coming off a bye, they'll be better. I'm still not really sold. Tannehill wasn't great in that one. I have the Packers minus four. I think this one smells, but you know what? I'll walk into the trap with Matt Moore playing. I, I just, I, I think the Packers are going to be able to score a lot of points against the Chiefs defense. Uh, the Jets plus six. I know this is contingent on if Darnold plays. I would like to offer another pick if Darnold does not play instead of tweeting it out <laughs> and do this because he didn't practice. When I was when I already would made my card, I saw that he didn't practice today. So that is this is contingent on uh, Sam Darnold playing plus six against the Jags. I still I don't know how good the Jags are. With Minshew, yeah, like they beat the Bengals last week. Big deal. Everyone beats them. I don't think. It's hard for them to blow teams out, and I think the Jets' defense is good enough where they can hold this within six points if Darnold's playing. If not, if Darnold doesn't play, I'll I'll take Seattle. Okay. They've been the team that's burned me, though, a couple times. Yeah. Only because Matt Schaub is going to play in that one. And then my last one is uh, Eagles plus one and a half against the Bills. Okay. So Get right game for the Eagles. The Bills, the, 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 the train is – they're going to have a – a bump in the road sooner or later. And I this this is the typical Bills thing. They're at home. I think they lose this one. So you had the Eagles, the Colts, the Bucks, the Jets. And what was your fifth one? The Packers. The Packers, that's right. Okay. But if Darnold's out. Then it's Seattle. It's yeah. Seattle. Okay. I uh, just want to say that. Instead that's of fair. tweeting I'll, it out. I'll instead of it. tweeting it out, because people might not follow, so whatever on Twitter, uh, I would like to, like to get that here. Uh, all right, that's going to do it. Hopefully, I have a question for you. Who had the worst week, my picks or Brandon Taubman of the Houston Astros and the whole Astros organization? Uh, I, I think I got to go with the Astros there. The Astros uh, assistant GM. Not a great look. Oh, terrible. It's a horrific <laughs> look. A horrific look. When we do the show on Sunday, will there be game five on Sunday night? I think so. I think because they have – well, is Corbin pitching game three? Because I know he pitched game a, four. Is he pitching game An- four? So Anibal Sanchez. So I think the Astros get game three, and um, so there will be a game. There'll there'll be a game five. Now it will be two two or three one. I'm not sure, but there'll be a game five. All right, I will say yes, but the Nats are up three one. I I I don't see. Also, the Astros are going a bullpen game in game four. For as much as we talk about their great rotation, at, they really only got three guys. Yeah. Because Wade Miley turned into a pumpkin. Late in the well, season. I mean, Granky has been great. The, no, I mean, Granky has not been good. And then Aaron Sanchez got hurt, their fourth starter, right. who they were hoping for. He got hurt. So they were banking on just three dudes. And it's been, yeah, at yeah. least in the World Series. Even against the Yankees, Cole 
They got off the bad first innings, Verlander and Cole. They were showing weaknesses against the Yankees, too. Yeah, the only difference is the Nationals have been able to get hits with runners in scoring position. For sure. I mean, and, and you know, you get guys on first and second and just lay down a pretty, pretty bunt, just absolutely gorgeous, <laughs> and get guys over. And then you break out for a six-run inning. It's just, you know. Because of an that's, error. That's baseball right there. It's rule to hit. That's just, that's just good old-fashioned hard-nosed baseball. Get them on, get them over, get them in. I look. I can't believe it was ruled a hit. I was watching the game. I thought yeah. it was a total error. I, I watched the play again. It was a tough play, but I feel like that's a play Bregman makes, usually makes. Yeah, usually, usually makes. And uh, we haven't got Osuna yet in a game, which I was kind of disappointed because I wanted Osuna to pitch in Houston, so then we could have the outrage online that oh look at all the Astro fans giving him the extra cheer when he's when he's feeling the heat here. We could get those people coming out. I've, at him. I've been saying since. I mean since. The championship series, scum of the earth. I mean, I've been beater. I've been saying since they traded for him. Yeah, which while he was suspended. Yes, that's just Wait. terrible. I can't believe an organization would do that. Okay, we. I want to touch on this though. The funniest thing: these statements are terrible. Well, okay, will so they've released three statements right now. Will they get? Will they have one more? more. We got one more. Well, there, but there's definitely one more statement coming. But will they win more games than they did statements they put yeah, out there in the that, World Series? That, they have I, to win the World Series, right? I don't see that happening. I do not see that happening either. Um, and the fact that in the statement, uh, whose statement, oh, Jeff Lunnell yesterday talked and he said, I don't really know the intention of the person saying it. Like he's not going to ask Taubman what he said. Well, guess right. what? He reports to you. You could just have him. You could, you could, it's pretty clear. You just don't want to know why he did it. When we all know why he did it is because he's mad. This female reporter that wears the domestic violence wristband and tweets out the domestic violence hotline. Every time Osuna comes in, he's mad that you keep bringing up the story that you traded for a person that was suspended 75 games because he beat up the uh, mother of his then three-year-old son. That's why you're mad because you don't want more. Morals in sports. You only want winning to cure all, and she's making sure. And she's one of the. She's keep bringing up that you traded for Roberto Osuna. Like that's that's clearly the reason I think. Oh, for sure. And I, I just I want to uh, tip my hat to that that lady for tweeting out the domestic violence hotline every time Osuna comes in. Like that's yeah. such a move. That's that's like trolling at its best. And yeah. I know it's it's like an inadvertent troll. Like she's obviously trying to like jab at the uh, Astros and Roberto Osuna, but it's like also like you know like doing something good too, like raising awareness yeah. and getting the, the number out there, or whatever. So it's it's such a such a move, and I love it. But yeah, tough look for the Astros organization. I mean, just just scum top to bottom, cheaters, <laughs> liars, just women beaters. It, the fact that you could cheer for a team like that is beyond me because I know it couldn't be me, wouldn't be me. But, uh, you know, here we are just having to watch them play in the, the World Series. I.E. or Aldis Chapman. Um, no, <laughs> the, hold on. That one's a little different. <laughs> a little different. They only traded him away. Then they signed him after all his things happened. Right, yeah, after his things happened, not while it was happening. But they could have just, after they traded him, they said, hey, we're just going to wash our hands clean and not bring him back. I mean, are we against second chances in this world? I but mean, then Osuna should have got a second chance. Well, no, this no, is his second was, chance. No, he was still on his first chance, and that's just inexcusable. But he was suspended. They're like, hey, we're going to get him. Right on his second chance when he comes back from suspension. No, we're, this is still going to be his first chance while he's suspended. It's totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> okay, but the what, the final thing on this, I still think the funniest. I don't know what the funniest thing is, but the saddest thing is that when they traded for Osuna, and now it's bringing back up in these statements with Osuna, the Astros are saying, "Oh, we have now donated money to charity for dom the the domestic uh, violence charity in Houston." 
Were you donating this money to chair? It's only three hundred thousand dollars. First of all, Jim Crane, you could splurge a couple mil. You're a billion. You 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 run a billion dollar company. You got a couple billion. We know, we know that. So three hundred thousand dollars to these charities. When you traded for Osuna, so you're telling me you weren't doing this before Osuna do it, right? Just, and now you're like, oh, we got this guy. We're gonna do this. The whole handling of the situation from the beginning was atrocious, except for A.J. Hinch. He's the only one I'll give a pass on. His his comments on it were fine. What about Verlanders? When, this time? No, no. Oh, I thought you talked about when they made the trade. He was against the trade. Right, yeah. And there were a handful of players against the trade. Right. Um, but I'm just saying A.J. Hinch this time was – this. he was the only guy that that uh, did the right thing, I would say. and sa- Or he said the right things. But the whole thing is just ridiculous. And – I don't want to say if – do you think it's affecting the players at all or not? I don't think so. I don't think so. No. I, I, I think it's the lack of pine tar on Verlander's hand is, is exactly what's affecting what him. Is, that's yeah. clearly what it is. The human and the, air in Houston might be you know, making that a little more moist and not as sicky as it would be. So And the lack of stealing signs. True. So I think that's another thing. That's another thing. I, said I mean, cheaters, liars, woman beaters. It's a, I'm surprised them. the Nats haven't accused them of stealing signs. We were we're we're going for two teams in the last two postseasons that steal. The Indians did it. The Red Sox did it last year, and then this year the Yankees, uh, Yankees concocted of some uh, pulled out the cheating scheme. What were they whistling or something? Whistling, yeah. Which I mean, that's tough to. That's tough to do. To yeah, to do yes. and to prove. So yes, it is tough to do. But hey. You know what? The Nats and uh, they're underdogs in game three. I believe it. With Annabelle Sanchez going, I believe it. And Grinky. Yeah, Grinky's got like a 4 6 ERA in his career in the playoffs. Another guy that's not. Yeah, I mean, if you're betting the Nats right now, you are cashing in. <laughs> this guy right here. Yeah. I've been on the Nats wagon for a, since game five of the, the Dodgers series. And it's crazy to think in the wild card game, they were almost out. They were almost cooked they in the were. eighth inning. They were cooked until yeah. the ball hit the grass line and it kicked left. Yeah. And it kicked left. All right. So uh, we both agree there'll be baseball Sunday night, but I think the Nats are up 3-1. What do you think? Uh, I'll say I'll say, I'll say, say 2. No, I'll say 3-1. I, right. can't, I, don't, I don't see the Astros winning two straight right now. Just the way their bats have gone absolutely flat. Yes. Um, they're, they're not able to capitalize on – I mean, I can't say they went flat in game one. They put up, what, five runs on Scherzer, so – just last night, they just did not look great. They scored five runs in game one? No, I thought they won five. They won 5-2, I thought. Was it 5-2? Yeah, I thought they scored two runs in the uh, – oh, 5-4, sorry. Okay, five, four, so five, four, four runs. Four, so four yeah, runs, four okay. Runs. They've been working good at bats. They just haven't been able to do anything off of that. Yeah. All right, so that's going to do it. There's a little World Series talk uh, for you there. Shout out to the Astros uh, for uh, getting me off the hot seat this week. So we'll touch on the – World Series Sunday night. Touch on the Mavericks. Luca looked great last night. Porzingis looked pretty good as well. So we'll dive into the NBA. Suns, Mavs, Western Conference Finals. <laughs> okay, we can get more into that on Sunday night, and we'll take a look around in the NFL and college football weekend. So thanks everybody for tuning into this uh, Sure Thing, Sure Thing. Check us out Apple Podcasts on Twitter at the Sure Thing, and Sunday nights from eleven or from seven to eight p.m. Excuse me on Talk Radio eleven ninety.